Sean Gaming, Wisconsin, Dell Studio. This is 95X. WXRO, Beaverdam, Sugar Island, and Pumpkin Center. A Good Karma Brands radio station. Wake up with 95X. Ah, good morning, my friends. Good morning, friends. Your friendly neighborhood DJ. June 6th. Today is National Yo-Yo Day. Coolest toy I ever had. Yo-yos have been around for hundreds of years. Today on National Yo-Yo Day. A celebration of yo-yos and yo-yo playing. How's your day going? Your day going. A lot of ups and downs. Has its ups and downs. It is National Yo-Yo Day. Bring your big girl pants and let's get out there. Showtime. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Okay, so when I was a kid, um, there was a type of a yo-yo that everybody played with. They were called Dunkin' Yo-Yos. I think it was the name brand, right? Anybody else remember those? Yeah, I um, my mom bought me a Dunkin' Yo-Yo. I must have been in... Fifth grade, maybe? I just, I still remember it to this day. It was the Imperial model. It was kind of a greenish-yellow color. And boy, I'll tell you what, everybody on the playground had their Dunkin' Yo-Yos. The fancy kids had the butterflies because they wound the wire, the, the string easier. I had the Imperial. I could still walk the dog and do all the cool tricks. You know, back in the day. Uh, it couldn't do it now, but back in the day. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin Dell Studios, and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. And I'll tell you what, we are about, what, 16, 17 days away from this year's Good Karma Brands, John Moser Children's Radiothon. Bunch of stuff going on that I want to remind you about that's Radiothon-related. First of all, today is a great day to swing into Culver's in Waupon. From 5 until 8 o'clock, a portion of all sales will be donated to Marsh Haven Nature Center and this year's Radiothon. That's today from 5 until 8 at the Culver's in Waupon. Right now through June 10th at 5 below, it is Give Back Fundraiser. All you have to do is present the flyer either on your phone or the printed version. And you can find it on the Radiothon schedule which is on the Radiothon page at DailyDodge.com. Or you can find it on our Good Karma Brands, John Moser Children's Radiothon Facebook page. And I believe if you open up DailyDodge.com right now, when I opened it up twice, I opened up Daily Dodge twice this morning, and both times I got a splash page that came up right away. Um, that's one of those pages that right away says, Whoa, I'm here, and it was the Five Below page. So that is something that uh, you definitely want to take advantage of. You're going to shop there anyway. You might as well help us out at the same time. And don't forget, we're still looking for entries for the dessert auction a week from tomorrow. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Man, i got to be honest with you, it it sucked the life out of me a little bit this past weekend. I'm just going to be completely honest, upfront about it. The the weather, both Saturday and Sunday, we we come off of a Memorial weekend where we had three beautiful, luscious days in a row. And when you have that, it's kind of, I call it kind of a spoiling factor. Because you have three great days like that in a row... From a holiday standpoint, so you kind of just assume that every weekend is going to be like that. 
And boy, this weekend was an eye-opener because it put us back to reality that every weekend is not going to be like Memorial Weekend. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, it was just a gloomy, just dreary, blech weekend. Gave me an excuse not to mow the lawn. Right, yeah, we thought the same thing. Although my wife made the comment yesterday that she was surprised that the grass wasn't longer than what it was. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, because we had a pretty good, it seemed like a pretty good week to grow grass. Yeah. And I'm guessing that now, once this rain stops and we get one day of sun, all of a sudden, yeah. everybody in the neighborhood is going to be mowing because they're going to have no choice to do it. Uh, so I understand that we have some Beaver Dam boys baseball on the on the TV. Uh, yeah, tomorrow uh, they're going to be in Oshkosh. Uh, I believe the first game's at like 1 o'clock. Um, and if they win that game, then they will play right away again at 4 o'clock. Oh. So it could be uh, kind of a doubleheader. Um, I'm giving the... Uh, the hope of good luck, because I'd like to see it happen. For I know. I was thinking about this last week when I when I first read the promo. I, it kind of it brought for me it brought back a lot of memories because back in the day, I used to do a lot of baseball and softball play by play. Okay. And I remember the one year um, when I was living in Clintonville, we had a local team, Marion High School, small team, kind of like what Randolph is to Beaver Dam. Right. And uh, I remember one year, bo- our boys and girls both were playing in the sectionals. Oh, wow. And I had to drive from, like, one place, and then the very next day I was in the other place, but then I had to drive back to another place, <laughs> then I was driving down to Waukesha for the, the girls' state tournament. And um, I always liked the fact that, Especially with softball, with girls softball, because the game moves fast. Yes. I love girls softball because the game moves fast. Baseball, I'm a fan, but it's not as fast. It's definitely not, which is weird because I at first expected softball to move slower because the girls team, they're very supportive of each other. Right. So every time the pitcher gets a strikeout, everybody comes in and kind of gives them a high five, you know, great job and goes back out. And I thought that's going to take forever. But no, the game just really just rolls right along. It really does. And I remember doing a lot of these sectional tournaments where you have to win the first game and then you play the second game. And if you win that one, you go to state. And I I was lucky enough to go to state four years in a row with the Marion girls. Oh, wow. And they won four state championships. Uh, Maybe it was four out of five, but whatever it was. Uh, But it was an amazing it was an amazing run that they had. And uh, it was fun. It was a, it was so much fun. And plus, you know, I was lucky enough that usually we had good weather. Right. You know, usually the end of May, early early June. Yeah, you it can tends to get, hold up pretty nice. Right. Not like this past weekend where the weather wasn't great. Yeah. It does give us an excuse, though, when the weather's not great, to maybe do something that we really, really love. And that's eat. Yeah, I'm a yeah. fan of that. Yeah. You've heard of Great Harvest Bakery? I have. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of made the news a little bit around the area. Well, I'll tell you what, Great Harvest Bakery at 128 Front Street in downtown Beaver Dam has a a phenomenal lineup for the month of June when it comes to fresh breads that they are making. I just want to remind everybody that the honey whole wheat, the sourdough, the Dakota, and those luscious pepperoni rolls are something that they always have on hand. Those are the breads you can always count on because they're, they're so popular that they're there every day. But... They also make a huge line of specialty breads, and they do them certain days of the week. For example, if you stop in today, you'll be able to enjoy their cheddar garlic. 
That one's a favorite. That is definitely a favorite. It's cheddar cheese with garlic, onion, sesame seeds, parsley created in an unbelievable bread. You can toast it. You can roast it. You can just eat it raw. Well, not raw, but right. unbaked, I guess I would say. Uh, and plus, it makes a great roasted pepper chipotle cheesesteak. Yes, sandwich. Uh, other great breads that you can get during the month are apple cherry pecan. Oh my God. Does that sound. Listen to this. Sweetened cherries, succulent apples, crunchy pecans harmonize perfectly with their honey whole wheat. The bread is incredibly tasty, toasted, and covered with a touch of butter or cream cheese. You know, I've said this so many times on this station. People have heard me say it. I, I hate putting nuts into foods. I love nuts by themselves. But I hate putting it into foods. Great Harvest is the one place that has proved me wrong time and time. I know, again. right? They, so, they're really good at this thing. I'd love to give that one a try. Uh, you'll also be able to enjoy their cinnamon chip and monkey bread, their cracked pepper parmesan, their Popeye, their white chocolate cherry swirl. Uh, and of course, this is a great time of the year to get uh, those fan- fantastic homemade hamburger buns. Down at Great Harvest Bakery. Uh, Great Harvest Bakery, seriously, check out their menu online uh, so that you know what breads, what treats, what cookies, what tea cakes they're making on every given day. And, of course, their uh, email, or I should say their uh, web address, is greatharvestbeaverdam.com. Stop by. You'll enjoy the Great Harvest Bakery. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Yes, yes it did. It's the 95X Morning Show. Let's head over to the Daily Dodge News Center once again for this local news update with Justin. Brought to you by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. And yes, indeed, they are accepting new patients right now at Preferred Dental Partners. Justin? Dodge County and several of its communities were awarded state funding for road projects. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation recently announced that approximately $149 million in state funding was allocated for 342 local improvement projects to be completed over the next five years. Nearly $4.2 million will go towards addressing roads in Dodge County. Those projects include County Highway M and W, Lake Emily Road in the town of Fox Lake, Morningside Road in the town of Lebanon, Curry Street in Beaver Dam and Jackson Street in the village of Reeseville. Improvement work on an intersection in the city of Fond du Lac will begin today. Work will include constructing slotted left and right turn lanes at the Highway 23 and County Road VV intersection, grading and replacing pavement and traffic signals. Today through August 9th, County Road VV to the north will be closed with a detour posted. And before you or your pets jump into your favorite pond or lake this summer, be sure the water is safe to swim in. That's because blue-green algae blooms can seriously sicken you or your dog. Public Health Madison Dane County spokesperson Morgan Finke says you should always check with your local health department to see if warnings have been posted and be sure to report any algae blooms you spot while out on the water. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Okay, so uh, coming off of that story, Justin, I just read something. And I didn't print it off today because I, it gave me the yuck factor. Okay. Um, but as long as you're bringing up the blue-green algae story, yeah. they just got done doing a test of several pools at Las Vegas resorts. Uh-oh. And what they found in the water eventually could probably sicken people. Because they did find things like 
fecal matter mm-hmm. and some frothy stuff that nobody really knows what it was, but it was loaded with bacteria. <laughs> and I, it was just a gross story of what they found in pools. Yeah, the pools, uh, I mean, you think about it, you got a lot of people in and out, and uh, people aren't always... Uh, Cleanly? Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And there's there's filtration systems, there's chemicals added, there's a bunch of stuff that are done, but uh, in the end, you know, you're, you're not going to get all of that out. And a couple of things in regards to pools. Um, number one, I just read another article last week in regards to this that said, it doesn't matter if you are clean or not, or you think you're clean or not. Before you get in the pool, you always, 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 always spray off. Yep. Because it will take off things... Um, that's on your skin, mm-hmm. dead skin, whatever, it will help keep the pool more sanitary for everybody by you spraying off right before you get into the pool. Yeah, way back in the day, I did a very short stint as a lifeguard at the Columbus Pool, and the rule was we had to make sure everybody sprayed off before they got in the pool, and it was highly recommended you do it afterwards as well, because you don't want that you know exactly. chlorinated pool water on you yep. all day long. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the word lifeguard, because I saw a story on ABC this weekend that they are looking at a severe lifeguard shortage this year that could affect up to one-third of the nation's swimming pools. Oh, wow. Now, I want you to think about that. You grew up and were able to go to Columbus to go to the aquatic center there, right, mm-hmm. and swim? Yeah, and that was back when it was just the pool before they put in the aquatic center they have now. So I yeah. grew up in West Dallas, and we had a couple of local pools that we went to. Greenfield Park, in my mind, was the biggest outdoor pool that we went to when I was a kid. And, I mean, everybody rode their bikes over and went to Greenfield Park to go swimming. Right. I cannot imagine what it would be like in the summertime for having one-third of those pools closed because they don't have enough lifeguards. But that's the that's the state of where we're at right now. All we keep on hearing about is gas prices and inflation. And we keep on hearing about, you know, how people can't find enough people to work. I'm, I'm confused. I'm confused by all of this. All of this stuff has got my brain literally smoking because I don't understand how we have such high inflation we have such high gas prices, but yet we mm-hmm. have so many job openings right now. Right. That's the thing that's confusing to me. And I, I'm, I'm not an analyst. I'm not a, a, you know economist guy. I, I don't understand it. But it's confusing to me. And there's talks of re- a recession, and then there's talks of not a recession. It just we're all over the board right now. I saw that there was a, a gas station in, I think it was... Mendocino, California. That might that that might be the place. Uh, gas was nine dollars and seventy cents a gallon, almost ten dollars a gallon. That's absolutely insane. Yeah, and in case you're wondering why gas prices are so high, they are not. There's not enough refineries, right? That are turning the oil into gasoline. And if you think that it's because the government has told oil companies they can't drill places. That is the biggest lie you've ever been told. There are so they have so many permits that they can't even use. It's the the right. real the real end of things, folks. Just to say, keep this on not political. The oil companies don't have enough refineries making gasoline. Right. 
I don't know why. What maybe maybe they've got the same shortage with help as everybody else does. Right? Maybe I mean, it's a good possibility. I will say one bonus I have seen is apparently uh, Ford is reporting that their new electric pickup truck already has 20,000 pre-orders. Right. I saw another article this past weekend that said uh, because of all the new electric vehicles on the road, um, something like 1.5 million gallons of oil, gasoline, slash whatever have already been saved because of that. So. there's always going to be a pain. It's kind of like when you when you install a new program, right? It's a pain in the butt leading up to installing that. You have to make all your switchovers and everything like that. And there's a pain in the butt while you're going through it. Once it's all done, you're happy with the new system. I mean, that's the way right. we were here with our hard drive audio system. It was worth it. It was worth the conversion. But unfortunately, everybody's got to suffer a little bit while that's going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. For today, mostly cloudy skies with showers and storms likely. Some patchy fog possible early on with highs up to 68 degrees. For tonight, gradually clearing skies, a low of 50. Tuesday, sunshine up to 72. But rain returns Wednesday, upper 60s. I'm meteorologist Michael Caron, your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently 56 degrees. Interesting. Interesting. Entertaining. Entertaining. Or extra wacky. You're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the Morning Trifecta from 95X. Okay, let's get to it. It is time for your Morning Trifecta. Some of the stories making the rounds today. Some interesting ones, too. Well, not that they're not all interesting, but these really popped out at me for some reason this morning. Our morning trifecta brought to you by J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. So, you're a business. You do business in Russia. You're like, oh man, what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? Should we stop doing business in Russia? Which makes us look good to the American people, to the Ukrainians. Or should we just think about the bottom line? It's business places. We make money there. Well, 100 days ago, Russia invaded the Ukraine. Some companies chose to stop doing business with Russia, while others continued. Business as usual. Now the research is in from Yale University. Companies that backed out of Russia have been rewarded by financial markets while those who remain behind are being punished. You heard right. The study found that taking a stand against Russia didn't just give companies a boost in their reputation. Their stock prices went up. Not necessarily the same with those companies that decided to do business as usual in Russia. So sometimes a moral stand can also help your pocketbook. This is crazy. The ruins of a 3,400-year-old lost city, complete with a palace and a sprawling fort, have been unearthed in Iraq. After extreme drought, severely depleted water levels, and the country's largest reservoir, the Bronze Age settlement 
long engulfed by the Tigris River, emerged earlier this year in Mosul Dam. I'm sorry, Mosul Dam. And researchers raced to excavate the ancient city before the dam was refilled. The Iraqi ancient city located in the Kurd region at a site known as uh, Kemnen was discovered by a team of German and Kurdish archaeologists. The settlement was likely a key hub during the Mitanni Empire back 1550 years B.C. You heard right. 1550 years B.C. I'm, I'm always fascinated by this stuff. How they find it like we forgot it was ever there. Well, we've all known in the past, we've talked about the importance of keeping a, a trimmer waistline for your health. This is something that you can't control, but you should be aware of, and that is your height. Height may be a previously unrecognized risk factor for several common diseases, according to the largest study of link between height and disease ever. The study, using data from more than 222,000 white adults and more than 58,000 black adults, enrolled in the U.S. Veterans Affairs um, Million Veterans Program. The study confirmed previous links to arterial fibrillation and varicose veins that added uh, neopathy and skin and bone infections. The study reconfirmed a lower risk for heart disease, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol for tall people. That's right. A lower risk of heart disease, lower risk of high blood pressure, and higher cholesterol for tall people. Wow. There you have it. That is... Your morning trifecta brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. I can't control my height. You can't control your height. We just got to do what we can to make sure we minimize those things. It was this day, 1987. Night. I still remember playing this song when it first came out. I was working part time. I was working full time at one radio station and part time at another one in Green Bay. Whitney Houston had her second number one single. With this particular tune. It reached number one in over a dozen other countries and won a Grammy Award for the best female pop performance back in 1988. What song was number one this day in 1987? Glad you asked, because we're going to play it. Whitney, kicking a classic. Yeah. All she wants to do, my friends, is dance with somebody for crying out loud. With 95X. Give it up. Has my all morning. Every morning. All morning. All morning. Gets me up every morning. They definitely get me through the work week. They have the best morning show. Today's best music. 95X. All right, let's get to our weather this morning. It's being brought to you by Menards, where saving big money is always the easiest thing in the world to do. Menards has got you covered with everything you need for around the house, around the garage, around the yard. In the kitchen, it doesn't matter. They've got it for you at Menards. Michael Carroll filling in for Jennifer this morning. Hi, Mike. How you doing today? I'm doing just great. Hey, so you and I were talking off air. You actually spent the weekend at your family's cabin, which is, uh, I guess, just south of the Nielsville, Wisconsin area. Um, 
so you said that that cabin's been in the family a long time, huh? Yeah, since about the 1950s, so quite some time we've enjoyed the the nice, the quiet, the solitude of being in the middle of nowhere pretty much over that way. <laughs> so, okay, so like of your family, how many people partake in enjoying the cabin right now? Oh, uh, we got uh, myself, my sister, parents, my grandma still heads over there, so quite a few quite a few folks, and we got uh, bunk beds and a pull-out couch, so a sleeping room for at least eight people over there. Wow. So, okay, so... This is this is exactly what Wisconsin is famous for. Yeah. People owning a house like in Milwaukee or Madison and then having a little place maybe for deer hunting or whatever that they get away to. So what are all the... Do you guys have running water? We do have running water and electricity was put in around the time I was born and uh, Wi-Fi, of course, in this day and age. But uh, other than that, we still have an outhouse, actually. So it's so, <laughs> kind of a mixture of modern and not so modern. I was going to say, so, okay, so kind of break it down for me. When yeah. you go to the cabin for a weekend, is it just to spend time with your family or are there things that you guys actually do when you're there? We have a, a small pond that was dug around the time I was born as well, so we kind of float on that at times and, uh, you know, take walks in the woods and stuff. But uh, other than that, it's spending time with family as well. Oh, okay. Yep. I'm, I'm sure that the one thing that you got to be a little bit concerned about uh, this time of the year in a cabin that's that remote is is ticks, right? Yeah, ticks uh, usually in the spring, and then they kind of decrease a little bit uh, during the the height of the summer. But yeah, ticks have been uh, pretty pretty widespread uh, so far this spring. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm glad that you're able to get out there and enjoy the family and enjoy the middle of quote nowhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. I think our nearest neighbor is at least five miles away. <laughs> Seriously, that is yeah. absolutely crazy. We when I grew up as a, when I was a little kid, my mom and dad had uh, property. Um, Actually, not all that far from there, um, sure. near the town of Toma, okay. th- there's a, um, a little town called Warren's. Yeah, where the uh, Cranfest is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. And uh, we had some land out in the middle of the woods outside of Warren's. And uh, it was, you know, the whole idea was eventually to put a, like a double wide on there and have a place to go to. But you know what? You know what took us down? Mm. High gas prices back in the oh, 70s yeah. we had that gas crunch back in the 70s and that kind of wiped out the fun of being able to, to make any kind of uh, travel plans to go up snow deja vu here again i think yeah exactly some deja vu <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the the difference of two weekends we had memorial weekend where that it was beautiful it was sunny it was warm it was just absolutely perfect and then we come into this past weekend where it was rainy it was dreary it was cooler and in fact, I, my furnace kept on firing up the, oh, the entire yeah. the entire weekend. Are we going to get through this rainy period anytime soon? Yeah, it's going to be kind of periodic here this week. We get some dry days Tuesday into Thursday of this week, and actually looking at your weekend, uh, just a slight chance for some rain showers on Saturday, but your Sunday time frame looking dry at this point. But yeah, outside of those dry days, uh, kind of unsettled the stretch of weather here for today. The more widespread of that rainfall, especially through about early afternoon, then I think any showers or thunder showers become more hit or miss in nature by later on today as the trough of low pressure continues to work across the region here for today. Still on the cooler side for this time of year, upper 60s, only forecasting by this afternoon. And then for tonight, we'll have gradually clearing skies with overnight lows dropping back into the lower 50s. We get that chance to dry things out, though, for tomorrow. Lots of sunshine expected on Tuesday with highs back up to 72. Yet another trough works in from the west on Wednesday, bringing that threat for some more scattered showers and storms back to the forecast. 
Thankfully, though, not expecting any severe weather. Wednesday's highs, upper 60s, close to 70. Thursday, returning to some sunshine with mid-70s for highs. And then some rain chances for Friday and into early in the day on Saturday, especially Friday, a high of 72. Likewise, Saturday, lower 70s. And then we dry out once again for your Sunday with a high of 73. For the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Michael Caro. Mike, I'm going to pick your brain for one more thing, just okay. because I, I want to understand this. So... I was watching Good Morning America, I think, on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. and the meteorologist came up there, and maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't even uh, Good Morning America. Maybe it was our local meteorologist in Madison. Anyways, they put up a graphic that showed um, Wisconsin and Minnesota and Illinois, and they said the long-range uh, weather forecast for the month of June shows us below normal with temperatures. And I'm just wondering, you know, I know it's it can even be difficult to forecast uh, two days from now. What are they? What do they base those long term things that are thirty days out on? Yeah, they're basically looking at uh, large scale climate patterns like La Nina versus El Nino, and also uh, the North Atlantic Oscillation that uh, occurs there across the north, far northern portions of the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, I guess over decades that uh, it's been observed, uh, if you have that El Nino versus La Nina, as well as that North Atlantic Oscillation, can lead to a longer term uh, temperature patterns as well as precipitation patterns across North America. So that's basically what they're looking at. The trends that we've seen over the past several decades when you get, you know, warmer versus colder waters in the uh, equatorial Pacific, that can determine uh, what the long-range weather pattern will be across North America. So that's basically what they're looking at. Michael, that was an amazing description. (laughs) Thank you. Now I get it. Now, there we go. because I was trying to think, well, there's no way that they can forecast, you know, what the temperature is going to be in Alberta, Canada, and how yeah, you on know, a certain date. No, that's not that's not that's not in the realm of our our, our I guess abilities just yet. Yeah. Right. Well, hey, thanks for the explanation. We'll catch up with you later on and, and get you five random facts. Sure thing. All right, thanks, Mike. Mike Carroll filling in for Jennifer today, and weather brought to you by Menards. Fun and games. That's what you get at Ho Chunk Wisconsin Dells. Is fun. And games. And right now they've got the Cruise in the Dells giveaway that everybody is going to be gearing up for. It's going to be taking place on Friday, June 24th. That is a day you will not want to miss being at Ho Chunk Wisconsin Dells. Because on Friday, June 24th, you could win a 2022 Chevy Silverado. Oh my goodness. They are going to be giving away cash and rewards play and just, it's, it's going to be a great day for winning. At Ho Chunk Wisconsin Dells. Oh, by the way, also don't forget Blingo. Win a five hundred dollar bill gift certificate for diamonds. It's coming up on Saturday, June eighteenth, twenty twenty two. You want to find out more about all the great promotions? Just go and check them out on the World Wide Web or on their Facebook page. That's Ho Chunk Wisconsin Dells. The WIAA State Track and Field Me and I'll write your name. What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. Okay, let's do it. It is time for entertainment style news. And entertainment style news is brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Crick. Boy, just a. Ugh. Weekend, right? 
Yeah, you know, after those couple really nice days we had last week at the end of the week and then have to have a ugh, weekend mm-hmm. was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then um, bleh, Monday. Uh, really you you were you weren't night. here you weren't here on Friday. <clears throat> well, not on the morning show. No. Right? Yeah, you were um, chasing spooks, which you guys didn't find any. Is that I didn't have a chance yet to talk to the other guys because I left at one thirty in the morning. Yeah. I didn't stay the whole night like they did because um, I actually like and need my sleep. Yep. Um, but I didn't get to see any of them on Friday because they then spent the day sleeping. So was that it? They didn't. They had no experiences after I left. The only experience. Well, I mean, you had the experience with the sound of like a ladder. Yeah. Which was kind of which. That was weird. The um, the curator had mentioned that that has that sound has happened before. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. So I and again. I mean, maybe it's something within the building. I didn't building. know that. Maybe it's something within the building that they just don't have an explanation for. Or or it could be, you know, something supernatural. Uh, Justin had the only, the only other incident he had was involved a shadow. Oh. That they went into a room and there was a shadow, a really dark shadow. And then it all of a sudden just went away. So, oh, that's creepy. Did he yeah. get that on video? No. No, 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 that was not something that was on video. Shoot. I heard about the shh. That yeah. freaked us out for yeah. a short time until we figured out that it was, uh, uh, we debunked that. Yeah, you, you were able to debunk that one in a, in a hurry. Yeah. All right, what, are, what do you got for us today in the world of entertainment? <clears throat> well, you are probably familiar with the Property Brothers. Yes, I am. Yeah, so that's uh, Drew and Jonathan Scott. Drew and his wife, Linda, are parents. They welcomed their first child, a baby boy, after a years-long fertility journey. So that's really exciting Aww, for them. fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good news. I love the Property Brothers. They seem like pretty down-to-earth cool guys. I don't know if that's they are. That's why I love them. I, I don't know if they are in real life. I mean, uh, it's just like... I always thought that uh, Tarek and Christina seemed like they were pretty cool. Yeah, but you could see the shift with them after they got more popular. Whereas these guys, I just feel like they're just normal. Mm-hmm. Normal. Normal millionaires, yeah. yeah. Well, now they are, yeah. They didn't start out that way, though. Um, <clears throat> Mandy Moore from This Is Us. She, of course, played Rebecca Pearson. And her husband, Taylor Goldsmith already have a little guy, Gus, who's 15 months old, but now they are going to have another baby. Aww. Yeah, that's well, they name exciting. him Randall. And it is going to be another boy, they have uh. found out. <laughs> you hope they name him Randall. Stop <laughs> it. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't, don't name him Kevin. <laughs> Kid's going to be a troublemaker. So I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Yeah. So they're pretty excited about that. They have the cutest little family. Their little guy, Gus, is adorable. Adorable. So what did you think of the ending of This Is Us? I know that a lot of people were very unhappy with it. Um, I, though, wasn't. I liked the way they just kind of let everything at the end drift off and be done. See, 
Like, I think people got so used to big emotion, big bang, big excitement that they just expected it to go out that way. And it didn't. My wife said that somebody that she knows either posted something or, or said something in a Facebook thing that they thought that the last episode should have just been the train episode. I could see that because that episode was very well done. That was really lovely. And then my wife and I had a discussion about it. Wouldn't it have been perfect if they would have taken both episodes and combined them and just made one two-hour finale? I could see that. That, to me, I think would have done a little bit better job because it seemed... The only thing I didn't like is it seemed a little disjointed until the very, very end because they... The, the, you mean the last episode? Right, the last episode. Right, because you have, I, I don't want to give it away to anybody, but you had what was called the train episode as the second last mm-hmm. episode. And then the lap, last episode centered around the big three, mm-hmm. but then finished off with part of the train episode. And it would have been kind of cool to more or less put that more together. Yeah, but in. <sighs> I get what you're saying, and I understand it, but at the same time, the whole the whole time through the last episode where they're going through the process of her funeral right. and and all of that, like you know, she was kind of on the other side while that was all right. happening, and so they came back to her at peace, being where she is at the end and letting her go. Right. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't disappointed with it. I would have said. I'm just saying that that's the only thing I could have seen that they would have should have done differently, mm-hmm. if anything. I was fine with it the way it ended. Yeah. Of course, I never saw the first couple seasons, so. Which still bothers me. I, <laughs> you just can't handle a that. Lot. You can't. It really bothers me a lot that you have never bothered to go back and watch those first couple seasons. Right. Because they were the best. You missed so much of Jack. I know. I know. Because obviously, yeah, there was more Jack, and yeah, I you missed a lot of Jack. Every I learned everything about Jack I needed to learn though from no, through all the didn't. flashbacks. Yeah, whatever. Okay, whatever. It's, it's a moot point now. Hi, Justin. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I have no idea what show you're talking about. This is us. Ah, uh, never saw it. Mm. Well, maybe you and I can watch the first three seasons together. Right, we'll learn about Jack together. Currently, we don't know Jack. <laughs> Apparently not. Dancing with the Stars judge Derek Huff, is it Huff? It is Huff. Yeah. Okay, has gotten engaged to girlfriend Haley Herbert after seven years of dating. Oh, seven years—that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote on Instagram, "It's only the beginning, the beginning of forever." The- <laughs> yeah, we're all saying the same thing. <laughs> People that either a were married for a long time or b still married for a long time. Oh, it gets better. Derek had Paris Jewelers create a special ring for his fiance, and he collaborated with floral company In Bloom and event planner Troy Williams for his proposal, which he's so far kept under wraps. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things where seven years of dating, it was probably a put up or shut up kind of situation. So you kind of have to do it big at that point. Do you? He's got the money to do it. Yeah. No, I think about people building special rings and everything like that, and I am such an 
a dork apparently because I proposed to my wife without a ring, and then we went and looked for rings together. I guess that's a not the cool way of doing it. Right. I think that's okay though. Because then you know that she's getting something that she likes. Or something we could afford. <laughs> and that, that too. It helps when the price is right. In my case, uh, it was the ring that was her mother's ring and got sent to us. And I used that. So it didn't cost me anything, which there was go. nice. There you go. And my ring is a Batman ring <laughs> that of costs like $3 is. off the internet because I'm simple like that. Right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Shakira and her boyfriend of 11 years have broken up. <gasps> Soccer star Gerard Pique moved into a bachelor pad three months ago. He's reportedly cheating with a 22-year-old nightclub hostess. It just goes to show you guys. This is something that we have known. I've known my entire life. No matter how hot a woman is, there's a guy dying to get away from her. And Shakira, I'm going to go ahead and say it, probably one of the hottest women on the planet. Absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. She can't keep a guy happy. Hey, do not put it that way. <laughs> do not put it that way. And the only okay, thing he I heard bo- is, so Shakira's available. Right, that's what I heard, yeah, too. No, you're Couldn't right. Couldn't keep a guy happy. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe maybe she was. Maybe she's not a nice person in real life. I don't know if you've heard, but her li- hips don't lie. I know. So maybe he's just an idiot. I agree. I think I think that's a better case. Mm-hmm. I absolutely. I think it's a better case. But I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. Now, whatever. What I wonder if her being away so much has to do with that. I mean, he's a soccer star. It's not like he's gone not away. Too. Yeah. Don't don't try to find excuses for him. He cheated, plain and simple. He's partying it up, and that's true. Like that's all he's been doing is partying night and day in Barcelona. Barcelona's a good city to party in. Well, great. Then he's in the right place. And he's got himself a twenty. He you see, he got a good deal. He traded a forty-five in for a twenty-two, which means he could get another twenty-two, right? Shut up. <laughs> they have two children who will hopefully make it through this now, I, without much issue. I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I, I really do think that she seems like a really lovely lady. I think the only thing wrong with her is the uh, budget for her hair products must be through the roof. Oh, yeah. She's got great hair. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Wow. And she's got good hair. Yeah. I wonder what it looks like in the morning. Like, is it all snarling? I imagine she wakes up looking that amazing. You think so? I hope so. She and then probably jumps. wears it up in some way so it's not all over the place when and she then wakes up. Pops, oh. out of, pops out of bed and boom, boom, boom with the hips. Does right the away. whole hair fall in front of the mirror? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she does. What do you look at? That's so, how we all get out of bed in the morning. I imagine it, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> That's why Shut Sherry up, didn't Mr. spend the Perfect. night at the uh, the ghost hunt, because she knew in the morning we'd all be waiting for the hair drop. Mm, I don't have hair to drop. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I'm in enough trouble. All right. I don't. I know. I got short hair. I got this. Uh, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey have broken up after dating for a year and a half. Uh, they're both completely heartbroken, and they still love each other. Um, okay, so why are they both heartbroken? Right. Okay, if... 
How do people, why do people break up if it's going to make them heartbroken? Wouldn't it make more sense to stay together than they can't be heartbroken? It doesn't say if there's a reason why they broke up. It is confusing if they're both totally heartbroken and they love each other. Um, back in, well, I don't know, around Oscars time, so not that long ago, they had made their first red carpet debut together. And about six months after, Jordan had told The Hollywood Reporter that he finally found what love was. Yep. Mm-hmm. I bet it was an incompatibility issue. He's a waffle guy. She's into pancakes. It just wasn't going to work out. Or maybe uh, maybe her dad. Who's her dad? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Oh, oh, that's a... Oh, yeah. yeah, that's probably that a could tough be one to int- that dude. That dude, I bet you, is intimidating as a... Like father-in-law, I bet he's a lot. Oh, I bet Just he is a lot too. To I handle. will. Yep, yep. Yeah, Alec John Such, who played bass in Bon Jovi for the band's first decade, has passed away at the age of seventy. Aww. Yeah, John Bon Jovi announced his death Sunday via social media, writing that the band is heartbroken to hear the news of the passing of their dear friend. He was an original who was always wild and full of life, and was a founding member of Bon Jovi. I, I, I think you always think of when you think of Bon Jovi, you think of Tico Torres, Richie Sambora, John Bon Jovi, and then the other guy. Yeah, who is the other guy? Well, he was the other guy for ten years. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even now, who's who I are have the, no who idea. Who are the other guys? Because uh, Sambora's not in the band no, anymore. Hasn't been for a while. No. So it's just basically John Bon Jovi and other people? I don't know. I guess probably. John John Bon Jovi and friends. All right, then we'll go with that. Brad Johnson, a former Marlboro Marlboro man. That's really hard to say. And actor in Steven Spielberg's Always has died. He was 62 years old. Um, According to an obituary, he was a true Renaissance man who was not only interested in all life had to offer, but was gifted in it as well. He began his professional rodeo career. Oh wow! In 1984, which led him to Dallas, where he met his wife Lori. And while on the rodeo circuit, he was recruited by a movie scout and began an acting career. That landed him in commercials, magazines, films, and television shows. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was on Melrose Place. Okay. I could be wrong. When I when but I first I feel heard like he was because when I heard first heard Brad Johnson, the first thing I thought about was the former quarterback for the Vikings and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the first person I thought of, but obviously this is a different Brad Johnson. So, hmm. and you are correct. He was on Melrose Place. I thought so. And Turner Cook. I don't know if you recognize that name or not, but you would recognize her face, at least her baby face. She was the cherubic baby face and known the world over as the original Gerber baby. Uh, she died at the age of 95. Whoa, that's a good run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a pretty good... Yeah. Did they replace the Gerber baby? I I, I thought know. I saw something recently that they had just chosen a new one. Another new one. Hmm. No? Okay. Maybe. At 92, they figured she was too old. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, right. All right, you guys. I am so not in the mood for your type of humor this morning. I don't know why. 
Why um, you're crabby? I'm not crab. Well, maybe I am a little bit. Yeah, you are. Maybe just intolerant. Maybe I'm intolerant maybe. today. Which is really weird because you're a person that is against intolerance. Pretty much. You know, I mean, really, you are the poster child for, like, I will not put up for intolerance. And you're intolerant today. And here yeah. you're a person that doesn't like intolerance. Uh, I'm I just think it's be- different if she's intolerant of us, though. I was just going to say I'm only intolerant of you guys. So... I mean, I think there are probably a lot of people that join me in that. You think so? I'm pretty. I mean, certain normally not she's alone. not intolerant of me, so I must be rubbing, or you must be rubbing off on me. And no, I think I, it, I think it's the mood that she came in to work in. I'm, I think it's dad jokes. Oh, don't like your you corny don't? dad jokes today. Mm. Not in the mood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I love this. A country music songwriter has claimed copyright infringement over the Mariah Carey holiday classic, All I Want for Christmas is You. <clears throat> Andy Stone sued Mariah and her co-writer, Walter Afonsieff, for $20 million. Previously, she quietly settled similar suits rather than go to court. Andy Stone wrote a song 33 years ago by the same name for the little-known group Vince Vance and the Valiants. During the 90s, their version of All I Want for Christmas is You charted six different times on the Billboard Hot Country songs. Stone claimed in his lawsuit filed last week that Mariah intentionally stole his song after it received extensive radio airplay in December of 1993. The next year, she released her own version of it. Okay, so... um, I I wish I could fast-forward through all this stuff, but... I'm going to go ahead and say it. The, the songs could not be farther apart. Oh, really? Of how they sound. And so if I'm, if I'm a company and I make peanut butter, should I look forward to Jif and Skippy suing me because I use the word peanut butter in the title? I mean, come on. This, is, this to me, is a joke. You listen to... See, I, 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 this still doesn't bother me. I don't I mind. The lawsuit would go through, and they'd have to pull it from all radio play. Could you oh, imagine? That's what, that's what my hope was. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that uh, she's going to. My ears this, would never have to bleed again. Yeah, this. All right, here's his version. Yes. Like there are no other similarities. There's no other similarities. Lyrics are different. Yep. Yep. Music is different. Yep. Huh. Wow. I guess I'd have to agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Shoot, I was really hopeful that we weren't going to have to hear it anymore. You really, I mean, I feel this. I love Paul McCartney, but his It's Wonderful Christmas Time is one of the worst Christmas songs I've ever heard in my entire life. I love that song. Right, exactly. That's why I'm... <laughs> Don't even get me started. I love that song, but I cannot stand Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. You so you what? like simply having wonderful Christmas time over and 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 over again. Yeah. That, that you like. I do. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. 
you're wrong. Really wrong. <laughs> Ninja's going to update us on everything news-related coming up next, and that is a look at your entertainment news brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. For automotive care for your car or light truck, please see your good friends at JNL Tire Morning Show. Waking up in the morning. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Today's best music, 95X. We head over to the Daily Dodge News Center once again for this local news update with Justin Wilski. The Beaverdam Police Department outlined the training they go through for an active shooter situation. Lieutenant Jeremiah Johnson says the curriculum has evolved over the years due to new solutions and methods being uncovered following a tragic incident. He says that their agency officers are trained to enter a location as soon as possible. Johnson notes they utilize training firms such as C3 Pathways to run exercises such as how to engage a suspect or what happens afterwards. The Beaverdam Police Department is scheduled to go through another scenario-based training in August. The department conducted an active shooter training at Prairie View Elementary School in 2019. You can watch video of that exercise at dailydodge.com. An Oshkosh man was arrested Saturday for fleeing Fond du Lac County authorities while drunk. The 62-year-old initially stopped after a deputy clocked him speeding in the town of Forest just before midnight. The deputy noticed the driver had been consuming alcoholic beverages. The suspect then drove off at high speeds, eluding the deputy before stopping after about two miles. He is facing charges of felony fleeing and OWI fifth offense. And a Wapon teen was seriously injured after he fell from a ledge at a nature preserve in Fond du Lac County Friday evening. The incident occurred at the Oakfield Ledge near the intersection of Breakneck Road and Center Line Road just before midnight. Witnesses observed the 17-year-old walk to the edge of the ledge, then lose his footing and fall approximately 15 feet. The witnesses claimed he had been consuming alcohol prior to falling. The teen was transported to the hospital in Nina for treatment. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Right now, 736, and we have a friend on the line with us right now, Tom Baldwin joining us. Hi, Tom. Hey, good morning, Rick. It's a beautiful morning out there, except that the sky is leaking. Yeah, I know. The sky has been leaking for the last several days, which I'm sure you have a, a you know, kind of a heartbeat on what's going on within our farming industry. How are we doing out there as far as moisture? Do we have too much? Do we not have enough? Where are we at? Well, we could use some sun and warm, warm and sun. That's all what we really could use. Okay, all right. I, I watched some programs over the weekend, and, uh, you know, they say that, um, you know, some of the experts say that it's nothing to worry about, but we all want to complain about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We want to <laughs> complain about it. What's going on at Baldwin? You know, you know what it does do, though? It makes the grass grow. Yeah. And you know what happens? You know what we do well at Baldwin Implement? Um, make grass short. Oh, <laughs> is is that something brand new that you guys started doing? <laughs> yeah, we have grass shorteners. Yeah. <laughs> you never thought that that's what they would be called, did you? Grass shorteners? No, I think that's a great name. I'm, I'm going to go get myself a riding grass shortener. <laughs> Grass shortener, yes, grass shortener. That's that's that, that's we always say. You know, people all what people come when they come in, they just want to make their grass short. That's all they want to do. Sure. Now, what um, what uh, is the status right now on getting some of those grass shorteners? I mean, do you guys have well, a good supply? 
Uh, well, that's that's something I do want to talk about this morning because uh, for the next two days, that's today and tomorrow, just if you're confused, I know how that goes. So uh, it's today the 6th and tomorrow the 7th. If you put a unit on order, no, we can't get every unit that you want to order, so you got to make sure we can figure out which ones are available. But you can save on the uh, X330 size, you can save about $400. On the X500, it's about uh, $700, $800. And on the X700s, you can save twelve to $1,400. But these are for on order only, on order only. So it's not units that are sitting there. Right. So, but you can use your you can use your grass shortener that you currently have, referred to as for all people who don't know what a grass shortener is. Right. It is a machine that makes grass short. I like that idea. I think I want one of those. <laughs> yes. You know. You know. If you could program the wife. You know, just like one of those automatic ones that would go back and forth, and you just every week you send her out there to go back and forth and then park the lawnmower. That would be a good idea, wouldn't it? Well, I, I tell you what, you let me know how it works in your household, and then we'll talk. Uh, we just, uh, uh, June 1st was our 48th anniversary. Wow. That's yeah, a- yeah, and keep in mind, uh, for 28 years, Joan and I worked within 40 feet of each other, so I get uh, time and a half for that. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> or she gets triple time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so right now you've got the you got those great deals. When you say the, the you pre-order those, how long typically will it take you to get those those lawn tractors in for folks? Uh, we it, the problem with saying that is depending upon which machine you buy. Okay. Uh, so that's like the Z Z tracks. Or if you buy certain X series, some of these may come really quick. Uh, some of them may come within uh, two weeks, but some of them might be out all all the way until August. Okay. So these are on all of the X series, the X three thirties, three thirty, three fifty, three seventy. I think I'm going to get them all in there. Three eighty, three ninety four, three ninety, and then the same with the X five hundred series. And again, there's problems getting certain components. So some of these things go slower than others. Uh, there's problems with getting engines on certain units. So what you need to do is today and tomorrow, you give Steve or uh, Tom a call over at the Beaver Dam store, or you call up to the Wapan store, to Terry, Sam, Bryant, or myself, and we will explain out which units you're looking for how long it will take before those units come in. And there may be units that you want, uh, certain models that you want, that simply are not available uh, going forward. And the nice thing, though, is is you can use your lawnmower until that new one comes in. And, uh, yeah, we probably want a little bit down to make sure you hold that order between now and whenever. But uh, otherwise, uh, it, you know, if you got a four-year warranty, and you use your lawnmower for the next month. Uh, this is just like ordering a car. Your sure. car's and broke down. You just can keep using it for a while. Yeah, Tom. Uh, before we let you go, I want to uh, bring up Father's Day, which is coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks. I know with 
the steel department that you guys have, I mean, there is pretty much anything for anybody. And I don't want to just say for dads, because obviously moms were getting great presents uh, from that steel department as well. Yes, that's true. And uh, uh, we do have a lot a lot of those items over at the Beaver Dam store and the Wapon store. Actually, more of them at the Beaver Dam store and Dawn over there, if you want to walk in and if if you're a lady and you want to buy something nice for your husband or you want to buy something for your dad, you know, go ask Dawn because Dawn is the specialist in the steel equipment. And uh, when I need to know something, Rick, about steel uh, handheld products, I always call Dawn and uh, she tells me very accurately what I need to find out. And you will be extremely impressed with that. Yeah, and I know there's a, that steel's got a lot of different uh, alternatives from a standpoint of power. You know, some of them may be gas-powered, some of them may be electric. And, Tom, it sounds like a lot more of the steel products are starting to become rechargeables. Yes. Well, I was just thinking about that. You know, that can, you could call that a weed-shortening machines or branch shortening machines right or you could call them um high capacity wind grass removing machines uh well rick that might even apply to you and me i know I, that's why i didn't <laughs> want to bring that up hey what 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 hours are you guys currently open at both locations at, at the beaver dam store we are open from 8 a.m to 6 p.m monday through friday saturdays till three and at the wapon store we are open 7.30 a.m. to uh, 6 p.m. Monday through Friday and Saturdays till 3. And remember, when you're looking for parts, come over to the Wapon store or call us first, all you ag customers out there. And I can't forget to put this in, but we are looking for an agricultural salesman for the Dodge County area and also an in-house salesperson at our Wapon store. Excellent. Tom, always a pleasure. You have a great rest of the week, and we'll catch up again real soon. You bet. Sounds great. Bye now. Bye now. There he is, Tom Baldwick from Baldwick Implement, of course, in Beaver Dam and in Wapan. Hey, a friendly reminder that Beaver Dam will be playing in the boys' um, sectionals against Oshkosh. We'll have the game for you uh, against West Bend West at 1 o'clock on Daily Dodge TV. The John Deere pregame show starts at 1245. Beaver Dam Baseball presented by Columbus Family Dental, Hometown Glass and Improvement, and Beaver Dam Unified School District. That will be tomorrow on Daily Dodge TV. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95. Hey, let's get to our kick in a classic for this hour. We're going to go back to 1998. This song on this date was number six. It had gotten all the way up to number five and ended up being the group's, one of the group's most successful singles at that point. It got all the way to number five, then to number four for a week, and then it started falling back down the charts. It it became the band's second top ten single in the United States. What was going on back in 1998? Well, it was the rise. It was the rise of some pretty big names 
in boy band history. From the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kickin' It Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic on the 95X Morning Show. Everybody. What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, here comes your good news. And drum roll, please. The award for the happiest dog goes to Dash. Dash? Dash. It's a cute name. After nearly two years... A six-year-old American Pit Bull Terrier has finally found his forever home. Dash will now have to give up his title as the longest resident of the Burlington County Animal Shelter in West Hampton. The shelter says they spent the past 20 months trying to find a loving family for Dash. Even posting photos on pizza boxes. A few weeks ago, they finally found the perfect match. The couple who adopted Dash say he is sweet, he is playful, and has loved everyone that he has come into contact with. Aww, so now puppy. Dash has got a home after 20 months of waiting. Good to hear. That is good to hear. So imagine wondering who your birth mom is, and then you find out she works in your building. That's crazy. A Utah man has reunited with his birth mother after 20 years only to find out they work at the same hospital. Here is Holly Shearer and Benjamin Hulleberg talking about this amazing story. 20 years ago, I placed my beautiful baby boy up with a beautiful family. I just wanted him to know I was thinking about him and happy birthday. It was 12 hours later, he responded. It was a very emotional moment for me. He was 18 when I found him, and I was very hesitant. He had so much going on in his life. He walked up and tapped me on the shoulder. This entire opportunity of meeting my biological family, it was very healing for me. It's just exciting. I'm part of his life. I wonder how, I wonder what the emotions would be like. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I cannot even imagine. I really can't. Because what if you spent your entire life looking for your biological parent and you found them and walked up to them and they said, I want nothing to do with you. That's why I gave you up. I mean, what would you know what I mean? I, I would assume there are cases like that. Right. But then there are cases like this where mm-hmm. each side always wonders. Yep. Each side always wonders, like, what would it, what would it have been like? What, would it, what will it be like? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's always nice when it, there's a, a there's a happiness about it. You know, absolutely. So, way to go, way to go. All right, let's go ahead and find out what's going on in the world of sports. In sports, the WIAA state track and field meet concluded on Saturday. The Dodgeland girls finished runner-up in the Division Three event. Miranda Ferrari took first in both the 200 and the pole vault. Watertown's Riley Quinn also won the discus and the shot put in Division One. You can see all the track and field results on the sports tab at DailyDodge.com.
Beaverdam baseball team heads to Oshkosh on Tuesday for a Division I sectional semifinal against Oshkosh West. You can watch that one on Daily Dodge TV, presented by Columbus Family Dental, hometown glass and improvement in the Beaverdam Unified School District. John Deere pregame show set for 1245. The Horicon softball team drew the number two seed at this week's Division IV state softball tournament, the Goodman Diamond in Madison. The Marsh ladies will face Iola Scandinavia at 630 Thursday in a D4 semifinal. Colton Wong homered twice, but the Brewers fall in 10 innings to the Padres, 6-4 to on Sunday. Milwaukee takes today off. They open up a three-game set with the Phillies. Golden State Warriors evened up the NBA Finals at one game apiece with a 107-88 win over Boston. Game three is Wednesday night in Beantown. It is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. Hello, Chuck Gaming, Wisconsin Dell Studios. We are playing today's best music, your all-time favorites, streaming live on DailyDodge.com. Man, there's lots of things going on. Don't forget Culver's in Waupon is going to be a great location for you to go tonight because between 5 and 8, they're going to be donating money into the Marsh Haven Nature Center. Part of the oh, Children's nice. Radiothon. The Good Karma Brands, John Moser Children's Radiothon. So, looking Very forward nice. to that. Thomas, I see, has uh, meandered his way into the building. Hello. Did you have a nice weekend? Yeah, I slept a lot and uh, <laughs> helped my sister move. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. It's a good weekend so. for sleeping. It was a great sleeping weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I woke up at, like, 1 on Sunday. So, Like 1 p.m.? Uh, yeah, of course. That sounds awesome. Man, it was incredible. What time did you go to bed? Like 3.30. Oh, okay. So, kind of makes sense. Yeah. Would you, if, if you didn't have to come in here, and you could you could work from home, and your hours didn't matter, would you be, would you be... Uh, I'd have to control my worst impulses, because I probably would sleep until like 10, 10.30, and then I wouldn't get serious about the day until like 1. It might work until like 10 or something. Well, that's well. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, if you can design your work day, mm-hmm. what would it be? I like the later hours, right? And I like yeah. the early, and I like the early hours. I don't like your version of early hours, right. but I do like earlier. I like to be done, you know, like by late afternoon, early evening. three o'clock, three four o'clock. Oh, I'm, I'm good with four four thirty, but you know, yeah, start around six, maybe end around three. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. I want want to get you guys a take on this. There is a new trend in fast food. And I don't know if this is going to take Mm -hmm. off or not. But kiosks that Mm -hmm. know your order before you even do. Wow. Where are they collecting all this data from? Well, I saw something about this. It's like a mind reading thing. No, it's not. What am I thinking of? I did see something for that. I, I don't think Go we have ahead. any mind-reading technology yet. Wahlburgers is rolling out a new concept that uses facial recognition recognition technology to, to encourage you to make the choices their ordering kiosks want you to. Oh. When you walk up to the machines, they scan and, are you ready for this? Determine your gender. Uh oh. Then give you a menu based on what you're, quote, supposed to want. So that probably means, oh, it's a guy. I'll offer him burgers. Oh, it's a woman. She probably wants a salad. Mm hmm. 
I I don't know about this. Chain co-founder Mark Wahlberg, who you probably have heard, is also part owner of Radiant, the company that makes the kiosks. Oh, that makes sense. If you make the kiosk, you want them in your store, right? Right. Um, And says it wants to make burger joints, quote, more enthralling and more akin to the Internet. The idea of a ladies' menu in 2022 is still pretty hilarious. Almost as hilarious as long-haired dude smacking a machine because he's annoyed at a menu full of salads and short on supersized burgers, right? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I, I, this this, this to really me sounds like, sound like a stupid idea. Yeah, it was. I was going to. This I just, was wondering if anyone was yeah. going to. Um, Domino's. What about yeah, Domino's? Yeah. What, what about Domino's? They have... A mind ordering app, and they launched it ahead. I of the, saw that of the Stranger Things uh, release for their latest season. Oh, yeah, I knew I saw it somewhere. I don't know how it works, but okay, so it's I a, wasn't crazy. Yeah, I okay, no, I, I, you're right, but there's no explanation as to how it works. Sherry should talk about Domino's. <laughs> Did you Google it, Thomas? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. Delicious pizza. Oh, so you want me to talk about it then? Well, I thought as long as you brought it up, you'd have something more than that. I was well. I was just bringing it up because I had mentioned that I knew there was something out there. Um, Order more pizza. It allows you. It only allows you to place the easy order, as they call it, that is associated with your Domino's Pizza profile. Time for pizza. Um, so I think it basically probably just kind of tracks your ordering habits. Do you want me to? Do you want me to pot down the creepy guy? Greg wants pepperoni. No, I'm just ignoring him. But yeah, I'm not scared if you're trying to scare me. No, he's trying to be. He's trying to be like you're inside your mind. That's the attempt. That's his attempt. Oh, I mean, if he was trying to scare you, he would go kill, 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 cha, 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 cha. Wouldn't Craig Warbold as the voice of your subconscious be terrifying? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to hear your own conscious thoughts. Mm -hmm. So just very briefly, I'm sure you guys already talked about this, and I know know we totally debunked it, but the really funny thing about that whole (laughs) sound at the historical museum the other night was that it was while Craig was rambling. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little funny. That was the best part. Fitting. (laughs) We just sat there for an hour believing it. Yeah, we got here, we barely sat down, and all of a sudden the ghost started talking to us. Uh, Wait, you said something that was shocking to me. Breaking news, Craig was rambling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and we're like, oh, even the ghosts get that up. Mm-hmm. Ghosts just like, shh, <laughs> enough. That made perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. That was the best part of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Sherry. Uh, and that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. A, it wasn't it was any kind of a, my name. It was no paranormal activity at all. No. Uh, too bad. Well, you guys tried. This is the impossible question. What are you talking about? That's impossible. That's impossible. Impossible. I work for the government. On the ninety-five X Morning Show. All right, kids. The number one thing we find attractive in a partner when we're younger. Duh. 
is their looks. But after age 50, what is the number one thing we find attractive in our partner? Their pocketbook. Their financial planning. Um, no, not money. Uh... Not money. No. Personality. But things? Um, no. No, it's not things. Their laugh. Their love of animals? Children? That's, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind Family? Of, you're getting, you're getting closer. Their temperament. That's pretty, you're getting closer too. Their soft the, side. The temperament of their pet. Man, you're so, <laughs> you're, you're so close, Sherry. I'm looking for one word. Their sediment. Their sediment. Sentimentality. Yeah, their sediment. You mean like as <laughs> silt loam, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> their sedimentation rate. Yeah. <laughs> You're so close, Sherry. I'll just give it to you. Okay. Um, the number one thing that we look for in somebody after we're 50, or after the age of 50, is kindness. Ah, huh. uh, yes. Do, would you say that that's... Yes. That becomes a real, real important thing. Uh-huh. So well, because it, it says a lot about... The person. Right, exactly. Mm. Uh, stats show children around the world spend about five billion hours a year playing with what? Video games. No, not video games. Five billion a year? Five billion hours a year playing with this. Some type of ball. Nope. Huh. It is not a ball. It is more of an indoor toy. Legos? Legos! Wow, that's a lot of hours. Five billion hours a year. Even uh, older kids yeah. like to play with their Legos. Well, even kids who will be 40 in a couple of years uh, love to play with their Legos. <laughs> mm-hmm. When's the last time you busted your Legos out, Justin? It's been about three months. I'm going through withdrawal. Why Why have you not? I thought for sure you would have busted them busy. out. This weekend? Well, this weekend, no. But this weekend I was doing other things. Could have busted out the Legos. Me and the kids are playing some Minecraft this weekend. Oh, so. that's worth it. Yeah, it's we're, a good weekend. We're prepping for, for the Minecraft. new update. So, yeah. I always think, when you say Minecraft, I always think you're talking about the old computer game Minesweeper. <laughs> no, it's a little different. A little uh, different. It's more fun. Yeah. In this game, other things blow up. Why are you? <sighs> <laughs> Get with the times. Have you not heard of Minecraft? Yes, but I'm sorry. I, I heard Minecraft and Minesweeper. They sound alike. Not the same. Actually, Minecraft is a really creative game. It really is. I made a really nice uh, modern style bungalow, uh, and my kids made uh, dirt mounds. So, yeah, it was great. It was a I, good combination. Yeah, I used to be really <laughs> amazed at the stuff that Ian would make yeah, playing that game. It's pretty crazy what you can come up with, and it's yeah. only getting more advanced. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, guys, last one. More than half of us take this as a compliment. What is it? Notice how I said more than half of us take this as a compliment. But it might not necessarily right. be a compliment. Right. Something that somebody might say about you that you might say, well, thank you. You have a really cute double chin, you know. It has nothing to do with physical appearance. Oh. Hmm. Aren't you special? <laughs> no. Oh, you think you're funny. It has nothing to do with humor. I'll give you another clue because it might take a while. Um, it might be something financially. More than half of people take this as a compliment. Being told they're cheap? Yes. Do you, do you take it as a compliment? Ooh, great question. Mm, no. 
Okay. What about frugal? Yeah, how do you like frugal? <laughs> you mean the fancy word for cheap? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess I don't care. <laughs> what other synonyms can we come mm-hmm. up with? Thrifty. Are you thrifty, Rick? <laughs> thrifty Rick. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Rick's very money-minded. Yeah. Ah, now that Ooh. sounds... No, you'd have to have money to be minded. I feel like if Rick owned a bodega, it would be called the Thrifty Rick. Yes, I like the Thrifty Rick. That has a good ring to it. Thrifty Rick. Or Thricky. Thricky. We're getting close to Tricky here. Right? Tricky Dicky? Isn't that what they called? What's his face? Nixon? Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah, I found out you're not, you shouldn't call him that on the air. Who, Nixon? Yeah. What should you call him? I, well, you call him former president Richard Nixon. You don't call him Tricky Dick. Oh, yeah. My first radio job, I got in trouble for that. I got in trouble for that. That was 1982. Yeah. Still fresh. Yeah, it was still so new that I think we're okay now. It was like... uh, 2022. Right. And that was like uh, eight years... No, I'm sorry. Six years after he uh, got kicked out of being president. Too soon. Too soon. Yeah. 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 And a year before I was born, so yeah, that was great. Six years. Shut up. By the way... Sometimes uh, you youngins just like to throw that... Oh, I wasn't even alive yet then. (laughs) I wasn't. You know, working in wireless, I was the old man in the group, and people well, would talk about stuff. I bet you love it stuff. here. Then I got here, and everybody's older than me, and I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. Hmm. You're all so old and wise. Ooh. Some of you are so money-minded. Wise and old. Mm, thrifty. <laughs> That's right. Nothing wrong with being thrifty. Just remember that. 19 minutes after 8. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95, 95X. You guys always make me smile. They are so funny. They're hilarious. They put me in a happy mood, gets me up, keeps me moving. All day. Today's best music. 95X. All right, let's get to it. Uh, Michael Carroll joining us this morning. Jennifer is off today. Hi, Mike. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. Beautiful. You guys ready for our contest this morning? Yeah. Ooh, yes. All right, here we go. Uh, Do we have to do something fast? Well, ish, not really. Okay. (laughs) I thought about I thought about making you guys do think fast. Yeah. And then I decided just to play the think fast bed. This oh. tuba just makes me picture somebody who's trying to get to the bathroom really quick. <laughs> <laughs> this song is always playing in my head then, if that's the case. <laughs> I was, I was, you know, every once in a while, speaking of things that get stuck in your head, um, when I hear this music, I think of uh, trombones. When I think of trombones, I think of our friend Mike Tronson. Mm-hmm. And a story came out <laughs> this weekend of some guy that had a bear, like, meandering in his backyard. And so he pulled out his trombone to scare the bear away, <laughs> and it immediately ran away as soon as the guy started playing the trombone. <laughs> which, is, which is the reaction I think any trombone will give you. <laughs> Not to be mean, but, well, yeah. yeah. There are there are, there are instruments, though, that I'd be... would. If I heard for long term, would be more of a scare. Like a saxophone, I might think is kind of cool. 
Yeah, but nobody's getting afraid of a piccolo, so I can right. see the difference. Yeah, yeah probably uh, right. Probably not. Guys, let's let's play a round of yes or BS. Everybody gets to answer these questions. Yes or BS, saltwater taffy is the candy most likely to cause tooth decay. Ninja. Ooh, it does stick to your teeth. Mm. But I'm going to say no. I think there's stuff that's worse. You're going to say BS. Sherry? BS. Thomas? Yes. You're going to say yes. Craig? Yeah, I think caramel is worse. All right. Ooh. And how about Michael? I'm going to say BS. It is BS. Actually, dark chocolate and fudge hmm. are the two candies hmm. that most likely will cause tooth decay. I would not have guessed that. No. No, because no, we hear about the, the the one candy that we do hear a benefit from is dark chocolate. Right. right. Yeah. You know? So you just got to clean your mouth out with something afterwards. <laughs> Uh, a group of hippopotamus is called a hippie. Mm. H-I-P-P-I. What do you think, Greg? Uh, well, uh, no. No? What do you think, Ninja? I'm going to say no. Sherry? I want it to be yes, but I'm going to say no. <laughs> Thomas? I also want it to be yes, so yes. All right, and how about Michael? I'm going to say it's a bit too obvious, so I'll say no. All right. Uh, it is a bit, bit too obvious. It's false because a group of hippopotami is called uh, a bloat. Uh, a bloat. Uh, Everybody knows. That's a fat joke. That a, <laughs> hippopotamus is just a really cool potamus. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, elephants have the largest brains in the animal kingdom. Thomas. False. Sherry? I'm going to go true. You're going to go true. Michael? Um, I don't know. The whales are pretty big. I'm going to go false. All right. Uh, how about you, Ninja? I feel like whales have small brains for their body size, so I'm going to say it's true. And Craig? False. It is true. Hmm. Elephants do have the largest brains in the animal kingdom. And yet they work for peanuts. Uh, oh! <laughs> uh, did we not talk earlier about yeah, your jokes today? And you know what else, Ninja? <laughs> they keep all their peanuts in their trunk. Oh! Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> a group of tigers is called a pride, Sherry. Yes. Thomas. Oh, wait. No, that's, no, lions. that's lions. I'm going to say no. Oh, she changed Too her late. mind. Yeah. Well, I, I realized it after it came out of my Craig, mouth. what do you think? Nope. Ninja? I'm going to say no. And Michael? I'm going to go with the BS. You're going to go with the BS on that one. Wow. Well, we know that lions are in prides, mm -hmm. but did you guys also know that tigers are not? They're called the streak. <laughs> streak? It's called the streak. Oh, it's called, I don't think okay, I've ever heard okay. that before. It's called a streak. Uh, bats have the best sense of hearing in the animal kingdom. Craig? Mm, no. All right, Ninja? They, no, they don't hear. I believe that's false. All right. How about you, Michael? Um, false. I'm gonna, I think maybe something underwater would have better hearing. All right. How about you, Sherry? I'm going to go false. Thomas? False. You know what? Once again, the weather people are the smart ones. You are absolutely right, Michael. It is dolphins. Oh, wow. Dolphins are able to hear 14 times better than humans. Wow. 14 times! <laughs> That's crazy. Um, let's try this one here. The footprints left on the moon by the Apollo astronauts will be completely eroded away by the year 3000. Sherry? Mm, yeah. No. Thomas? 
Yes. Ninja. I thought it was later than that, so I'm going to say no. All right. How about you, Craig? Yep. You're going to say yep. And Michael. I'll go with false. It is false. Since there's no wind or rain on the surface of the moon, scientists say they should be around for at least 10 million years. Whoa. Yeah, see, like I said, just a little bit later than that. Yeah, just, just, just a little. <laughs> just a little bit later than that. Um, during the course of a lifetime, the average American eats about 259 gallons of ice cream. Let's go to our resident expert, Craig. 259, that's it? Nope. You're going to say no. <laughs> Not even close. Sherry. No. No, Thomas. No. Ninja. So I'm going to count all those lactose intolerant people, and even though we don't suffer intolerance here, I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes. And Michael. I'm going to go with true, just to balance things out with all the falses we've had. All right. Recently. Well, you and Ninja are the only ones that are right, because it is true. 259 wow. gallons of ice cream in a Some lifetime. Some of you are amateurs. Well, it is an average, I would assume, Craig. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, when Joseph Gaetti invented toilet paper back in 1857, he had his name printed on each sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas. Yes. <laughs> Sherry. I hope not. I'm going to say no. Ninja. I'm really hoping it's not the case, so no. And Craig? I don't think the technology was there to do that. And how about you, Michael? I'll go with false. You can go with false. Uh, Thomas is the only one that said yes, which means Thomas is the only one that is correct. Oh. He did have his name printed on each sheet of toilet paper. Wow. I do know the original patent does have the toilet paper in the overhand fashion. Correct. The the underhand way. fashion, you heathens. Right. It, <laughs> over, it, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. The only thing I know is people that own cats will tell you that typically you should have it under. Yes, I have heard that. You're right. Right. Well, good for you. But it was meant to it's go still over. Wrong. It's still wrong. It's still wrong. All right. Um, how about this one? A fetus develops fingerprints by six weeks. Oh, wow. Ninja. I'm going to say no. Craig. No. Cherry. I'm going to say yes. Thomas. Yes. And Michael. I'll go with true. You can go with true. It is, in fact, false. Mm -hmm. It's 18 weeks. It takes up to 18. Oh. Who's fingerprinting a fetus? I, I mean, what did it do wrong? <laughs> uh, and lastly, Get back um, dogs. <laughs> Wait, who said that? It's Craig. Craig. Oh. Uh, lastly, dogs cannot actually hear sounds that humans can't. Sherry. Wait, what? Dogs can remember the old the, it was the old the dog whistle right yeah uh, dogs cannot actually hear sounds that humans that can't. humans can't either is that yes or BS Ooh. that humans can't I'm either? going BS you can go BS on this one Thomas I'll go true you can go true Ninja I'm gonna say BS Craig dogs can't hear sounds that humans can't hear that's what we're dogs can't right. actually hear sounds that humans can't. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. And Michael. <laughs> I'll go with false. You're going to go with false. Uh, <laughs> congratulations, false people. It is false. They actually can hear sounds that we can't hear. So the dog whistle thing actually does work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I, I was confused by the question. I know. I, I did that to you on purpose. Thanks. Is this um, 20 questions? Is that the name of this game? No. No. Oh. 20 questions would be you'd have to ask me questions. Mm. Oh. Do you remember 20 questions? Mm-hmm. So, like, where I have... With serious I, patience, she got three questions in and quit. For example, like, right now, <laughs> for right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to... Pl- we're going to play 20 questions. Right now, I'm thinking of something... You guys have 20 questions to figure oh, out what I'm thinking that's about. that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, Ninja, ask the that. first question. Oh, we're doing uh, it? Can I just guess at what it is? Yeah. Is it Beaver Dan Piggly Wiggly? It is not Beaver Dan Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> oh, so close. <laughs> that was a good so guess, close. though. It's usually at the front of his mind. Yeah, good guess. Great Harvest? It is Great Harvest! <laughs> Yay! That was good. <laughs> guess number do- two. How did she do that? How did she do that? Yeah, we're going to talk. Uh, uh, we're going to get to weather here in a second, but first I wanted to throw out a shout-out to our friends down at Great Harvest. Um, we talked, Ninja and I talked about this earlier, about how at Great Harvest they, you know, have the four regular breads that they have all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of them, we're darn happy they have all the time, because mm-hmm. it's pepperoni rolls. And those pepperoni rolls are ridiculous. I mean, it makes a great breakfast, a great lunch, a great snack, a great, I want to get Ninja something nice because he's such a great guy. You know, it's it's wonderful all around. I love them. I mean, they go great with lasagna. They go great with spaghetti. They go great just on their own. But they're so good. But you know what? They also have all kinds of great specialty breads that they make, and the breads change every day. Mm-hmm. And I found out they change every month. They so, do? Yeah. yeah. So there are some specialty breads that are out this month that maybe we've never had before. There's a new bread out there, Ninja, that's got cherries and and apple in it and, and nuts. Pecans, yeah. yeah, it sounds absolutely amazing. And don't forget that there is a schedule that you can look at all the time to find out what is being made on each given day. So you can find out if those wonderful, delicious brownies are being made today or are they going to be made tomorrow? Of course, they've got great cookies, they've got great muffins and tea cakes and so many more, so much more, and um, great sandwiches, whether it be for breakfast or for lunch. Everybody is finding out about how good the bakery is at Great Harvest Bakery in downtown Beaverdam. You will enjoy it as well. All right, let's get to that uh, weather forecast right now uh, with Michael Caro. Michael gave us a great um, description earlier today of how we start to understand uh, what weather is going to be like a week from now, two weeks from now, or a month from now. And it's not necessarily going to be by exact temperatures or conditions, but Michael, you were telling us that the reason that they give long-range forecasts, or can give long-range forecasts, are basically with what's going on in the Atlantic Ocean, right? Yeah, and the term for it actually is teleconnection, so it's what's going on kind of far away from us in the equatorial Pacific with the El Nino versus La Nina, and also in the North Atlantic with the North Atlantic Oscillation that determines the more widespread uh, or more global uh, temperature and precipitation patterns that go on. So, yeah, it doesn't really tell you what's going to happen from day to day, but the more long-term trends, which are still calling for some cooler-than-average temperatures, at least through the early part of this month, and I think we'll start to turn that corner back to some more above-average temperatures towards the latter half half of June. As far as our weather forecast, though, for this week, uh, kind of a dreary start out there for today. The best chance for the widespread rain, especially through about midday today. 
and then rain becomes more hit or miss in nature into the afternoon. Upper 60s, so below average temperature rise here for today. We should be closer to the mid-70s this time of year. And then for tonight, gradually clearing skies with overnight lows dropping back to around 50. We get a chance to dry things out, though, on Tuesday with some sunshine returning as well. Closer to the lower 70s for highs there for tomorrow. Another round of some rain and some thunder showers on Wednesday as a trough of low pressure works in from the west. We're back in the upper 60s. Another dry day sandwich in there on a Thursday. Abundant sunshine back up to 75. And yet another round of rain expected to wrap up your work week on Friday with highs up to 72. The majority of us looking to stay dry then for the weekend. Saturday, just a very slight chance for an isolated shower up to 71. Sunday, abundant sunshine lower to middle 70s for highs there. For the Weatherology Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Michael Caro. This is five random facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now you're just Aww. saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. I don't know if Michael intended on hanging up or... He's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> Tired of all Rick's questions and facts. I've had enough of you people. I don't need any more random facts after that yes or BS segment. Okay, well, fine. Let me be that way. Uh, random fact number one. The pandemic was not a financial gut punch for everyone. During the first two years of the pandemic, are you ready for this fact, guys? A new billionaire was made every 30 hours. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yep. In all, 573 of the world's richest people became billionaires during those two years. And it wasn't from working at home. What was it from? I don't know. Cashing in on opportunity. Random fact number two. Compared to our body size, humans have the biggest butts in the animal kingdom. Badonkadonk. Uh-huh. We had this a couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Wait, that's true? Yeah. It is true. Humans have big butts and we cannot lie. Think about it. I know, but I'm thinking about I'm thinking about certain animals like hippos (laughs) and rhinos. They have they have by uh, proportionate you're talking about. Well and and you gotta remember, human butts um, because we walk on this is why it came up, Thomas, because we walk on two legs and not four. Yeah. They develop differently. That's why. That's why I thought maybe apes would be in there, but they're not there yet because apes have relatively small butts in comparison to the rest of their bodies. And they don't have Doritos. And they don't have Doritos. What does Doritos have to do with apes? They contribute to big butts. Oh, do they? I'm assuming that's what he meant. Actually, you know what contributes to uh, bigger butts? Ice cream. Squats and hip thrusts. Mm. That's how you get a big yeah. butt. Yeah. Uh, random fact number three. Buddy Holly spelled his name H-O-L-L-E-Y, but his first record label left out the E on his contract, and the misplaced version of his name stuck, so he ended up being H-O-L-L-Y, huh. because huh. they because they messed up. Hmm. Well, okay then. Oh, that's crazy. Random fact number four. When Outback Steakhouse was started... In Tampa, in 1988, none of the four founders had ever been to Australia. (laughs) Not surprising. That's a brilliant thing to do, Mm. to come up with a name like that. I mean, it is. It it was a brilliant idea. But 
And I've only eaten at an Outback Steakhouse one time in my life. Yeah, I think I only probably once or twice. And the only reason I ate at an Outback was we were stranded at a hotel in a snowstorm because of travel. Mm-hmm. And it was attached to an Outback. Oh. <laughs> oh. That'll do it. Yeah. Those uh, Bloomin' Onion things are really good. Mm-hmm. But there's 475 gazillion calories I know, but in the really onion good. and in the sauce, sauce that you dip it in. Yeah. So good. It is so good, though, right? Mm-hmm. And lastly, random fact number five, the average person at the Louvre only spends 15 seconds looking at the Mona Lisa. Okay, this is what I don't get about art museums. How much time should I spend staring at a piece of art? Until you get it. Like what? What's you know. there to get about the Mona Lisa? Well, is she smiling? Is she serious? Is Are you guys that interested in museums that you can stand and stare at stuff all day long and, like, take it all in? Not all day long. <clears throat> I can stand I get, there for a little bit. I get bored. <laughs> I get completely bored just staring at pieces of art. Yeah, we try to go to a museum in every major metropolitan city we go to. You know the best thing. What you know? What one of the best things was about the Milwaukee County Museum was there was a native uh, there was a Native American display mm-hmm. with a Native American on a horse spearing a buffalo. It was a it was a huge like live action kind of a thing, and there was a rattlesnake. Oh, you could see the rattlesnake, and they had hidden in one of the corners underneath the rock a button that, if you pushed it, the rattlesnake went. <laughs> Ooh, and you had to know you had to know it was there in order to obviously make the rattlesnake do something. Take that, Da Vinci. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was the coolest thing about the Milwaukee Museum. <laughs> Not those the rattlesnake button. Yeah, rattlesnake buttons were way cooler than works of art. Oh, there you have it. <laughs> that is uh, a look at you. Sorry, we hate what we don't understand, right? No, it's not. I don't hate. It. I just Whoa. I think it's boring. I don't hate it. Yeah, Hit the nail on the head. I think he nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hate it. I just don't. I'm pretty angry about it. It's boring. Mm. It's boring. Just like I find you today to be really boring. <laughs> That's another story. Oh. <laughs> Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95. WBEV's community comment, Lieutenant Jeremiah Johnson says the curriculum has evolved over the years due to new solutions and methods being uncovered following a tragic incident. He says at their agency, officers are trained to enter a location as soon as possible. Johnson notes they utilize training firms such as C3 Pathways to run exercises like how to engage a suspect or what happens afterwards. The Beaver Dam Police Department is scheduled to go through another scenario-based training in August. The department conducted an active shooter training at Prairie View Elementary in 2019. You can watch video of that exercise at DailyDodge.com. An Oshkosh man arrested Saturday for fleeing Fond du Lac authorities while drunk. The 62-year-old initially stopped after a deputy clocked him speeding in the town of Forest just before midnight. The deputy noticed the driver had been consuming alcoholic beverages. The suspect then drove off at high speeds, eluding the deputy before stopping after about two miles. Also faces charges of felony, fifth offense, OWI. A Wapantine seriously injured 
after he fell from a ledge at a nature preserve in Fond du Lac County Friday night. The incident occurred at the Oakfield Ledge near the intersection of Breakneck Road and Centerline Road. Just before midnight, witnesses observed the 17-year-old walk to the edge of the ledge, then lose his footing and fall about 15 feet. The witnesses claimed he had been consuming alcohol prior to falling. The teen transported to a hospital in Nina. Dodge County and several of its communities awarded state funding for road projects. State Department of Transportation recently announced that approximately $149 million in state funding was allocated for 342 local improvement projects to be completed over the next five years. Nearly $4.2 million will go toward addressing roads in Dodge County. That includes Highway M and W, Lake Emily Road in the town of Fox Lake, Morningside Road in the town of Lebanon, Curry Street and Beaver Dam and Jackson Street in Reeseville. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And today's news was brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Visit them online at hometownglass.com. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Menards has everything. Wake up laughing on 95X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, here we go. Let's get to today's day in history. Thomas, start us off. Yes, I am ready for history. Hopefully you are too. June 6th today, 1844, the Young Men's Christian Association, the YMCA, was founded in London. 1889, the Great Seattle Fire. Detroit destroyed 25 blocks of downtown Seattle. Does every city have a major big fire? That seems that way. Mm. 1933, America's first drive-in opened near Camden, New Jersey. The first feature was a 1932 film, Wives Beware, and emission was 25 cents per car and an additional 25 cents per person. Hmm. Uh-huh. Not doing so well nowadays. Only a few left. Very hard to find. Yeah, lucky to have a few around here. 1942, got quite a few big events in the 40s. The first parachute jump in the U.S. using a nylon parachute was made by Adeline Gray in Hartford, Connecticut. Hmm. Two years later, 1944, D-Day. The day the Allied powers crossed the English Channel and landed on the beaches of Normandy, France, turning the tide against Germany. Hmm. And finally, 1948, BBC television began broadcasting again for the first time since 1939. Nine-year hiatus. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, oh, is this, this doesn't look right. 1971, The Ed Sullivan Show aired for the first time on CBS? For the last time, maybe. It would be the last time. Final time. That's right. I, I read this wrong. It is the final time. 1971. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense. 1998, Sex in the City premiered on HBO. Ah, inspired by the uh, saxophone-based Sex in the City TV show. Mm. Yeah, yes. that, that's how t- another thing that trombone starring Will Clinton. <laughs> right. And uh, missed this one. 1983, Reading Rainbow premiered on PBS. What year was that? 83. 83. Oh, yeah, that's what uh, teachers back in my day uh, when they wanted to take a break. They just put on a little reading rainbow for us. Wait well, here, kids, watch this. It's educational. It is. Never saw it. Oh, Flavar. Oh, Flavar Burton, future Star Trekker, ran for twenty-one seasons. Let's move to celebrity birthdays. We are starting with uh, Audrey Anderson Emmons is fifteen. 
If that name is not familiar, how about Lily from Modern Family? Oh, Lily. Lily from Modern Family. We watched her grow up. That yeah. was the little girl that the two guys had, right? Yeah, and one of the few, like, child actors, I would say, who, like, stayed with her character the whole time from when she was, like, an infant, I want to say. Yeah. So she just happened to grow into, like, a, a decent actress. That's really cool. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Uncle Cracker is 48. Kid Rock's DJ. I love uh, the song that he did with Kenny Chesney called When the Sun Goes Down. It's a great song. Mm, Yeah. Ooh, underrated actor Paul Giamatti is 55. Is he underrated, though? I think so. I mean, he's... I I think people that like Paul Giamatti really like Paul Giamatti. He was great in Hangover 2. (laughs) He was great in that movie. He's okay. American Splendor is one of the great movies of all time. And Sideways. Sideways Sideways? is very good. Not drinking any Merlot. That was a bad movie. What? What? That was a bad movie. No, you're wrong was, about that. No, I'm not. I saw it. That was a bad. I it's a it was, funny movie. It's not, it's not funny. It's an it's an Oscar nominated. I know. Movie. I know. I get that. I get that. I'm going against the grain. Guess what? Dances with the Wolves was supposedly an Oscar winning movie. Doesn't yeah, make. It doesn't mean it was good. It was. It was pretty. What? Now you guys are attacking Kevin Costner's like pinnacle oh. film. Yeah. I mean, Rick's not off on that one. Dances with Wolves is pretty bloated. It's a little. A little long, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you got true. a great movie like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Okay, then. Jason Isaacs. <laughs> Jason Isaacs is 59. He oh, is Captain Lorca on uh, Star Trek Discovery. He's Malfoy's dad in Harry Potter. And, of course, he's the villain in The Patriot. Oh, is he ever a bad guy? Oh, he is. He's he great. was so hateable. Yeah. <laughs> Carol Baskin is 61. <laughs> She's the CEO of Big Cat Rescue. Wow. And Tiger King memes everywhere. And probably a murderer. Maybe. And most maybe. likely. Yeah. Eh, maybe. Uh, Colin Quinn, former SNL cast member, oh. is 63. Yep. Uh, Bjorn Borg. Beyond Bork. Oh, his, 66. His match with McEnroe is legendary at Wimbledon. Legendary. Oh, Freddy Cougar has a birthday. Robert Englund is 75. Oh, wow. Oh. Did you know that he gave Mark Hamill tips on how to secure the role of Luke Skywalker? That's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. And finally, Levi Stubbs, the Four Tops lead singer, was born today, 1936, passed in 2008. I can't help myself, man. I just can't help myself. All right, we're going to get to our final kick in a classic coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X.